Just for the record, I've been trying to get Marcus to do interviews on Skype, but he says he's too pretty to be on I camera. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I have a face built for radio. <laughs> The Great Independent Podcast, powered by Pacific Crest Insurance, where independent insurance agents and industry leaders talk about the highs and lows of starting and running a successful agency, learn the common trends and struggles of independent insurance agents. Go to PacificCrestInsurance.com for more on how to be a successful independent insurance agent. On this week's episode of The Great Independent, Marcus and Cindy join the show to discuss some frequently asked questions they encounter from prospective agents. Marcus has spoken with hundreds, if not thousands of agents on the phone and hears similar questions all the time. It's his job to describe the independent programs to the best of his ability and to figure out if and what program would be the right fit for an agent. Most of these questions don't always have a black and white response as each agent's situation differs. This episode should be really helpful to those agents looking for some basic information when researching independent alliances. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, We have Marcus and Cindy in the room with us. And today we're going to cover the topic of frequently asked questions. So Marcus and Cindy are on the phone all day long with different prospective agents that are looking to possibly join Pacific Crest Alliance and uh, you know they hear all sorts of different questions from folks that know nothing about alliances all the way up to those agents that have done their research have possibly worked for an alliance before have been independent and uh, are just looking to see what the process is and and what Pacific Crest has to offer Uh, so looking to uh, to get some great knowledge from them and and hopefully help you guys out so uh, we can answer those questions uh, before you even get to us and and we can uh, kind of take it from there so welcome to the show Marcus and Cindy how you guys doing good absolutely it's Friday I can't complain right I hear that yeah for sure Um, so uh, you know, Marcus, you've been doing this for uh, quite a few years. I'm, I'm sure you've heard just about every question in the book. But You're making I'm, me sound like I'm old. Well, I mean, you, you said it, not me. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I, I guess what are what are some of the basics? What are some of the ones that you know are, are pretty stereotypical? You're going to hear on on a regular basis. Um, I think it kind of boils down to the different types of agents that there are out there right I mean we we talk to a lot of captive agents probably uh, they make up most of who we talk to for the most part just because of the nature of what they're trying to get away from from their captive environment so they ask you know kind of similar questions Um, and then independent agents they don't ask those same types of questions because they already have knowledge of, of being independent and and uh, you know what the what the world on that side looks like a little bit so they have a little bit more driven questions towards um, commission splits and things like that Um, captive agents come into it with very little knowledge of the independent side in most in most cases so their questions are typically things like um, do I own my book of business because they're used to being in an environment where 
corporate owns their agency and tells them what to do all the time. So you can kind of see that those different worlds would obviously generate different types of questions. <clears throat> Every now and again, we'll get some agents that are very new to the industry. And so some of their questions, even though they might seem a little bit, um, uh, I don't want to say that they're, they're not important things to ask, but, uh, or trivial, because we take it for granted sometimes what we know and, and kind of lose, kind of lose a little bit of sight that there are people in this world, in this industry that have very little knowledge of being an insurance agent altogether. So they have their own pointed questions, um, which is kind of fun sometimes because when you take somebody who's really new to the industry, um, they don't have bad habits. Um, they, you know, they're, they're excited about it and they just want to learn. I think that's some of the driving force behind us doing this podcast too, is like you said, we get so wrapped up in it and, um, you know, talk about the details and the, and the finer points of, um, some of these different programs, but we want to make sure that everybody understands the basics too. Um, and you know, sometimes that, you know, before they even get on the phone, sometimes that can help somebody, um, you know, steer them in, in the right or, or wrong direction. Yep. Yeah. There's, um, there's a lot to be said for, for just getting on the phone and talking to people. Right. But if we can do our due diligence up front by giving people an opportunity, like listening to this podcast, they might be able to glean enough information from it to help them decide whether or not we're a good fit to begin with. And maybe they don't, you know, maybe they don't need to waste their time calling Pacific Crest because we're not perfect. You know, we're, we're really, um, you know, as, as close to human as you can possibly be, you know, we have a specific, um, agent that we're looking for and we're pretty picky about who we bring on board, but, um, you know, hopefully they can glean enough information from a podcast like this where they can sit back and say, well, maybe I'm not the right fit for them. You know, maybe, uh, given from, we're learning from what they've said, uh, I would never do well there. And that's ultimately what we're looking for, right? We're looking for people who will do well, succeed here. And it starts with, um, and I don't want to kind of get off task or off course a little bit, but it does start with personality. It, you know, if you get along well with us and you're, you, you like to have fun, but yet you're professional and you're easy to work with, those are the first things we, we uh, look for in an agent. And then from there, we can kind of get into the details of, you know, how your operation would flow with us. I think just like any other kind of interview process, if you will, not that, um, you know, these agents are looking for a job per se, but, um, you know, each, each party should be interviewing each other, right? Um, you know, we don't want agents that come on board that aren't comfortable with us um, or, uh, you know, don't think that we're offering them what they're looking for right. um, and, you know, and vice versa. Um, you know, like you said, we want those agents that are hungry, uh, ones that want to succeed and that are going to start their own business and, and be that entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. Yeah. If they have that spirit, that's, that's definitely what we're looking for. That's one of the, you know, characteristics that is going to help them succeed here. Um, cause it, to some degree you got to roll up your sleeves and, and get to work right. And an entrepreneurial um, spirited person is not afraid to do that. You know, they'll put in the extra hours every day to, to grind it out and understand that starting any new business is difficult. doesn't matter if it's a ice cream shop or an insurance business, they're, they're all going to take a lot of time and, and effort. We're not going to be able to alleviate all the pain. Um, there's always going to be some 
work left on the table for you to do. That's, that's just how it is. Um, you know, we try to do our best when we're vetting agents just to try and ask them some initial questions up front. And that's kind of Cindy's role here is to, you know, try to ask them some of the things that would help them um, maximize their time. If, if it's not a good fit, we can usually tell right up front uh, just by asking a few very generic questions, um, specifically on experience, location, um, and a little bit of the background of the agent, you know. I mean, there are some things that we just can't overcome, but then there are things that um, even though it might be a little bit of a scar on your history, we can't overcome those things, but we have to know about them, right? And so, so Cindy, uh, Cindy's, you know, fairly new to uh, this side of the business, um, but definitely has kind of been thrown into the mix here pretty quickly in the last few weeks. So, Cindy, what are some of the uh, some of the questions that you've encountered um, that you know kind of come across your table more often than not sure so number one is going to be um, uh, well I'm going to ask the prospective agent how long have they had their PNC licensing that's where I want to start yeah um, so an experience right mm -hmm. experience the location again Marcus touched on that already we want to know where they're located um, are they a good fit for us you know where their potential office space could be um, questions that I'm getting asked is uh, what's the cost that's always um, I don't want to say it always comes up comes up quite a bit um, and that's where you know we, we schedule a call with Marcus we go into depth of the program with him um, and they can get more information that way but um, I try to let everybody know that this is not just a membership program. We don't just want to get your money and have you walk out the door, um, leave you to your own devices. We're really looking for a relationship. So, um, yeah, I'd, say, I'd have to agree with Cindy that money is probably at the top of the list. You know, how much does it cost to join your alliance? How much does it cost monthly? And Cindy gets a lot of calls from folks that they just want those specific answers, but. Um, you know, respectfully, that's just not what it's about here. There's just no easy way to answer that question. We, we have some programs that we can definitely, um, you know, cite what they look like. It's pretty easy, but it's pretty difficult to go back and even cite a program and what it might look like for an agent if we don't know them. So that's why we have the uh, consultation with me is so that they can, um, kind of spill the beans, tell me what it is that they're trying to do and accomplish, and then it's easier to answer that question, you know, how much will it cost? Um, it can vary. It can vary a lot. It can vary all the way from, you know, just a couple hundred dollars a month all the way up to a thousand dollars a month, depending upon the situation, depending on whether or not they have an existing book of business, depending on whether or not they're a captive agent with no experience on the independent side. Um, we can't We can't pretend that it's okay to just take a cookie cutter approach and then just say well here's our cost of our membership and then you can just go out and um, explore your options and decide to come here based on on you know the price that's not what we're looking for because just like an agent we we counsel agents all the time if you sell on price they're gonna leave you on price too so as soon as the price they find somebody else that's a little bit cheaper, you know, they're going to leave. Go find another solution because that's what they found that was important, but that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a client that only finds value in the, the cost of our membership. 
So uh, what I'm getting from that, I guess, is you know that we basically have the ability to, to customize some of these programs and absolutely and uh, you know make it what it might be for for that specific agent. So you know these some of these excuse me perspective agents call up and want um, you know just the price, but um, you know I think when they get down to it, they see that um, you know we have a lot more to offer than than just that independent uh, name tag that they get to carry around. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me explain it maybe a little bit more like um, compared to something else, right? So if I was to compare it to selling an insurance policy, as an insurance agent, you would never go to your client and just give them a price of a policy and never talk them through the benefits of the policy. That that defeats the purpose of being a trusted advisor as their agent. so why would we take any different approach? We, we're not just looking to sell you a policy. We're looking for you to make a career out of you know, coming to Pacific Crest and starting your own agency. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of reasons why we would never just give you a price over the phone or list a price on the website, and that's what Cindy was getting at, I think, right, Cindy? That's correct, because you need to understand what it is you're going to get with that price that's right absolutely um and there's a lot of talented agents out there quite frankly that i think that if they did just see the price out there they would just decide to go somewhere else maybe and we'd never have an opportunity to talk to them and they would never have an opportunity to hear what it is that we have to offer and why it would um why it would benefit them better to come here than another place well on on the flip side too you know sometimes we'll see agents that are already part of a cluster alliance or whatever you want to call it and you know maybe are paying that cheaper price and they just want the benefits and the and the the positives that we have to offer they want that relationship they want the training and, and the back office support and you know kind of had have had to go through the mud to to find somebody like us so um you know unfortunately it takes that route for for some of those agents to go through in order to get here uh but you know i i think as soon as those agents can kind of see into us a little bit deeper that's when they start to understand all the different structures and and what we have to offer that are in place yeah that's the idea zach because the thing is i could go on for an hour or better just talking about all the benefits that pacific crest really offers a client um but the reality is is that that's not what this this is about right this this podcast is really about what are the frequently asked questions that we get asked and it's hard just to to come up with one specific answer to that um anyhow yeah i could go on and on and on and on and i think that that's what everybody needs to understand it takes some time if you're really looking for an opportunity you're really looking for a valid opportunity and you're looking for somebody that's going to be truthful on the phone talk to you th- you know about all the details of what it will take to operate your agency and get up to speed and get there quickly um, we're looking for a full consultation that's what we want and if you're not willing to spend that amount of time with us then it's probably a good indicator that it's not a good fit to begin with right if you're not willing to spend the time and invest in your own opportunity then we're probably not the right people because we're not perfect right we're not perfect um, by any means Uh, and so that's what we need to find out do we fit 
Well, you know, I can tell you from experience of talking to different agents that are with Pacific Crest, either, you know, they've been here for a few years or they've just recently come on board that they trust you absolutely to, you know, to the highest degree, just because you want to spend the time too, right? You want to get to know them. You want to let them know um, everything that you possibly can and answer those questions. And it's not just one phone call, right? It's, it's multiple, multiple phone calls, not just um, in the beginning steps, but all throughout their time here as an agent. Absolutely. We're, we're, uh, our Achilles tendon is that, you know, we do most of our vetting over the phone and that's a difficult thing to do it's a difficult to find out you know who really fits your profile um, just over the phone and it takes a long time for people to open up and really feel comfortable to um, share information that they otherwise wouldn't share because there's a lot of personal information that we talk about you know your finances and you know making a ends meet and whether or not you're going to put your family at risk by making this move and these are things that we care about we do not want agents to make the wrong decision and quite often i have to save people from themselves you know it's that's the truth of it sometimes i have to talk people off the ledge and say that's not a good fit and it's not it's not necessarily the best decision for you to make trying to go independent right now and that takes people um by surprise you know, they're used to hearing somebody say, well, here's my membership fees and come on board if you want. And, oh, don't let that guy Marcus over there at Pacific Crest tell you that, um, that, it's, that it's not easy. It isn't easy. <laughs> it's well, it, sh- it shouldn't be either, right? It shouldn't be. If it's easy, it's, Everybody it's almost would like do that. It. Yeah, it's almost like that's too, too good to be yeah. true. And just for the record, I've been trying to get Marcus to do interviews on Skype, but he says he's too pretty to be on I camera. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I have a face built for radio. (laughs) (laughs) That's why we're doing the podcast. That's why we don't film this. Um, no, I'd say probably another um, question that just kind of popped up in my head that a lot of people ask immediately is, um, and I've had people just call me up and say, Hey, look, you know, all I really care about is the carriers. What carriers am I going to get? Well, again, that's a tough answer. I, I just, it's a tough question to answer. I can't just say, hey, look, here's my carrier list in, say, California. You know, this is what I have to offer. Because, again, the nature of how we do business, it's not just, we're not a general agency. So it's not like, well, here's my carrier list, and you just hand me leads, and we'll write the business and, and broker it through my code. That's just not how we operate. Um, the way we do business is we give people their own subcode, and when you do that, the carriers care about who it is that you're bringing on board. So in most cases, um, we have to vet the agent and do as diligent job as we possibly can, making sure that we feel comfortable with those people so that the odds of the carrier feeling comfortable with those people um, go up drastically. So by the time you come on board, you can feel confident that the discussion about carriers is going to take place. We're going to have this um, part of the, the um, discussion about your, your question, but you may not, we may not get there immediately. we got to learn a little bit about your agency, your production, what type of business you write, where geographically your office is going to be located. There's a lot of factors involved. So I can't just say, here's the list of carriers um, and... and I've been burned by that. That's why we don't do it. I'm just being completely straightforward. Um, 
I'm not going to provide a list to an agent on the first call. I'm just not going to say, here's my list, because what inevitably would end up happening and has happened in the past is an agent will come on board, and then maybe they don't get a carrier that's on that list because they've been denied because of an oversaturation um, situation maybe in, like, L.A. or something. Let's just for say, let's just say that in the greater L.A. area in California, MetLife has shut down appointing any new agents because they're oversaturated. Well, I, I have no control over that. There's nothing that we can do here to change that. Um, but yet I handed you a list. Now you have MetLife on that list and you don't get them. And you say, well, Marcus said that I was going to get MetLife. He handed me this list of carriers. And then we have to have an awkward discussion about the fact that I never told you I'd give you MetLife. I just gave you the list of carriers that we, uh, that we do have and we can offer if the situation will allow. But oftentimes people don't want to hear that. Right? They want to hear, give me all the carriers. Well, I want my cake and I want to eat it too, but that's not just how, that's, again, that's not how this world works. It's not that way anymore. The aggregators and clusters used to be able to do that years ago, but not anymore. So, you know, what I'm hearing too is a lot of these questions, it, it's never really a black and white answer. It's never a yes or no, right? It's a, yep. kind of that economics approach of every answer starts with it depends. And uh, so, I guess my question for you would be, how do you kind of uh, downplay or, or soften up your answer to those questions when some of these agents are that straightforward with, with asking specifics? Well, and, and Cindy can kind of chime in on this too. In the very beginning, if they're asking these questions to Cindy, um, I think it's fair to say that if Cindy immediately feels like there's going to be a personality conflict mm -hmm. because they're just not willing to take the answer of you have to get on the phone and talk to Marcus. You have to have a consultation and get to the, to the root to find out the answer. Um, I think it's fair to say that they would never get to the consultation part because Cindy would just say, Hey, look, you know, it's just not a, it's probably not a good fit. Mm -hmm. um, going back to that first, you know, question of, compensation and and what we're looking for in an agent and it's not just about the money right it's you got to get to find out you know what they what they qualify for and 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 all of that wouldn't you say Cindy? I would definitely say that <laughs> I think I mean I know that that it seems kind of silly it's a simple answer but um yeah they're just not going to get to that next step now if they do and if you know Cindy is if she can manage to, you know, help them understand that they need to have the consultation and they see value in that and they're persistent about it with me, you know, the, the thing is, is you have to get comfortable that my answer is probably going to be, we have a very talented team here that has a ton of knowledge. This is a major brain trust here. Um, the folks that have been in our appointment team have been here for a, a lot of them for almost 10 years since the beginning right? since the beginning and so they know a lot of the carrier reps they know a lot of the people that would essentially appoint that agent they're they're even even though they don't have a hundred percent stamp of approval they're going to be able to tell me within 90% certainty 
if an agent will get an appointment with that carrier just because of their experience. They'll be able to look at the profile of that agent, see what their pedigree looks like, and then make a decision. So my answer to that agent would be simply this. Let's talk about what your needs are. And then during our next call, I will have answers for you. They won't, there'll never be 100% certainty, but I'll have answers for you. I'll talk to my team and we'll decide what we can and cannot do. Now I have a little bit of knowledge there too on what appointments might look like, but it's definitely not the depth that the, our team has, you know, in the appointment department. Well, some of that stuff can change day to day and situation to situation too, right? Absolutely. Obviously, you're not on those calls or are always in on some of those conversations, then, you know, minute to minute, some of that stuff can can change. Well, they fill me in on a lot of it um, in real time as much as they can. But you got to understand that we're in 22 states, you know, so for me to keep up on hundreds of carrier appointments and, you know, availabilities, across 22 states is very difficult without working with the team and ironing out the details. Um, Usually most agents are looking for a handful of carriers that are pretty popular and we can kind of speak to those experiences. So I have enough knowledge that like right now I can tell you if you're an agent in California, you're not going to get a Mercury appointment. I can just be very blunt with you right on the phone, right there, first call. If that's really what you're looking for is Mercury, um, in that particular case, my answer to him might or her might sound like this. We can't offer you Mercury, but neither can anybody else. They can maybe offer you access to, to broker the business somehow. Maybe a general agency can write it for you but I don't know that that's really the solution that they're looking for because to me that's not a solution to, to run an independent agency. That's an agent maybe that has their PNC license and writes maybe one policy a month because they're really focused on other things and they just need some type of you know, access. So they have, those GAs have their place. But anyway, that's how that answer would kind of sound. You know, it's, we're not trying to avoid the question we're just trying to figure it out. Similar circumstances. You go into the doctor's office. You sit down and you wait. The doctor comes in. He doesn't just hand you a bottle of pills and say, take two a day and, you know, finish the bottle and let's revisit in two weeks and see how you feel. He gets down to the bottom of the, the problem and asks you a lot of questions, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out whether or not we even have a medication, so to speak, that will work. I know that sounds silly, but you know, it's that's what we're looking for. Do we have what it takes to, to cure the problem? Uh, because quite frankly, you didn't call us because things were really good in your world. You called us because you wanted to change. And you typically don't want to change because everything's just hunky-dory. You want to change because you're either feeling pain or um, you can see it coming down the pipeline eventually. So you're preparing. But you're not a doctor though, right? I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a doctor. Uh, okay. All right, I just, I just want to clear that up. I certainly do not make that kind of money. Well, I, I So just, if I was a doctor, uh, somebody is not paying me appropriately. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think whoever gave you that degree is really doing their job. <laughs> exactly. Either, <so>. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm usually the idiot in the room. I can only just speak to the experiences, right? So, um, anyways. Well, uh, hopefully we've answered some of those questions for you guys. Uh, I mean, obviously, questions range all over the place depending upon the person and, and situation. And, uh, you know, we can't always cover all those and in 30 minutes here, but um, you know, there's definitely more information on our website, www.pacificcrestinsurance.com. And obviously we encourage you guys to, to reach out to us, fill out a form on our website, call in, um, you know, talk to, talk to Cindy, talk to Marcus. Um, you know, if you have any, any doubt, any sort of questions, um, you know, reach out to us. And I think you guys will be surprised with just how knowledgeable and, and um, you know, how capable uh, a lot of people are of, you know, being a good fit for, for Pacific Crest. So um, thank oh. you, Marcus. And yeah, and absolutely. You, you bet. And uh, all right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Great Independent Podcast. Check back every couple of weeks for a new episode on a topic that can help you, the insurance agent, on everything from commissions to technology.